Welcome to another episode of the Southern Gentlemen's Podcast. I'm Torthel Robinson, and that there is... The notorious award-winning sellout events, Dark Knight Manager of the Year, El Rico. El Rico, everyone. Good to see you, my dog. <laughs> oh, man, it's always a blessing to be on this side of the grass, you know what I mean? You know it. You better know it. <laughs> oh, man. So, man, you know, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It's Black History Month. You know, I don't even want to get into the specifics of it being the shortest month. We've done that so many times. Black history is, I mean, it's world history. You can't tell world history without black history. My question is, why do people devalue black people, but then turn around and benefit off our culture? Wow, man. You know, that's that's a, that's a good topic, man. I believe that we're devalued to a point, but I don't think it's necessarily them devaluing us. And I think it's each individual uh, responsibility to see our own value in today's culture, because we don't see our own value. We're always valuing the opinions, the merchandise, everything of other cultures over our own. But if we stand back and look at it, our culture is the one that is actually the one that's kind of leading, you know, in today. Everybody wants to be like us. Everybody wants to dress like us. Everybody wants to, you know, but the thing about it is, the other side controls the merchandise, the music. <laughs> so while we're doing our things with our clothing lines and our, everything we got, we don't own it. We don't own it. So that's a little tip of the iceberg because I want to want to get your own way in on this too before I elaborate any further. Well, I lived I lived in a lot of cities. One recently in the last five years, I lived in Denver, and then there's certain spots in Denver where there would be a, a, a guy, white guy. He would have his hat turned backwards, basically dressed like hip, urban, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, they, that was more of a, I forget, like there's a positive word they called it, like a, not like a hippie, but it was some sort of w- whatever. But yeah. I forget what the word is that they use. It's going to come to me. But okay. on the flip side, a black guy, same apparel, he's a thug. So that's one thing. I think that one we have to start valuing ourselves. Again, we talked about it. One trillion, I'm, I'm sure it's more than one trillion dollars of black yeah. spending power. It's more so where they're like the things that they see value of, you know, like we, we got to stop letting people come into our neighborhoods and telling us what the price is for stuff that we created. If you listen to Jay-Z, one of his songs, I don't even know that exact song, but I just know like paraphrasing I will never come on this thing and try to quote Jay-Z without having <laughs> an actual factual quote or yeah. paraphrasing. But in a sense, he was talking about we made something a vibe and they came back and invest. Like uh, he was talking about gentrification. Mm-hmm. I think it was in that song, What's Free? Well, with Meek Mill. And he would say, we made the hood away or something like that. But anyway, these inner cities like in Atlanta, gentrification. Mm-hmm. If we understood this stuff like a long time ago, if we understood, you know, there's things that they don't teach in school. And yeah. there's, there's a reason why they don't teach it in school. But to get back on the subject of, you know, like, yeah, they devalue us, but they go out in this world and they make billions upon billions of dollars. And I'm going to tell you something. If you didn't have black people on earth, all y'all would be river dancing right now. <laughs> okay? Just so you know. Yeah. And now tell me if this if this fits into the scope of what we're talking about. So when I look at 
and me and you are in the film industry, so you know we can definitely go deep on this. But if you look at the type of movies that have won Oscars or that have won major awards in the industry, they majority of the time are slave movies, correct? Facts. Now, in order for a black person to win an Oscar, are we saying one of the criteria is that it has to be a slave movie because they see that as the only valuable piece of history that, you know, they can actually say is substantial enough to win an award? Is that what we're looking at in nowadays? Because like I said, the pictures that come out, for example, Fruitville Station, right? When it dropped. Uh, you remember that movie, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good movie. Good movie. You know, I believe it won a couple awards, but, you know, I'm just using it as an example. You know, things, or movies of that nature don't actually get the actual buzz because they want to take in, they want to tell us what our culture is. They want to sell us what our culture should be, you know? And it's to the, to the point where when the topic comes up, it makes me look at it as, okay, do we really have the power to say what is our culture and what's not? Because, yeah, we're the ones who, you know, know how to fry the chicken. Right. Not to make that sound any type of way. Right. But let's be honest, we all know that Colonel Sanders stole that from a black woman. I mean, come on. But, I mean, let's <laughs> look, look, if they change, when it comes to images, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If, if you have a perception of who you look up to, mm-hmm. your perception changes who you look down on. You know what I mean? True. Like you think about, we'll get a little bit more into other topics as we progress. Yeah. But it's more so, you see like, especially black Americans, we influence the world from rap to culture to everything. Yeah. But it's just like Africa. We have to stop letting people come and rob from us. And, you know, like we just turn the other cheek and no, we have to rebuild our communities. You know, mm-hmm. like you can't say anything. There's certain communities Asian community, Jewish community, you can't say anything about their communities because guess what? They will come at you. But why don't we let people, you know, come at us? Sometimes we self-attack ourselves and yeah. we shouldn't, like, white people don't do that. They don't They don't tear each other down like that, only in our communities. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the perception of that will change. Yeah. Like I said, they're pretty much through these slave movies, through the color purple, which if you ask anybody, the color purple is, what do we do in color, when color purple come on during the holidays? Don't we all sit around and watch it? Nope, not me. I'm just I'm saying, old. majority of Americans sit around and watch Roots. When Roots come on, we're told, hey, that's our history. That is the picture that they're painting of our history, you know, that they want us to see. And I think that is one of the biggest problems that we have today when it comes to the influence of culture and in, in, in our community being able to tell our own stories. I will not ever, you hear me? Watch this. Mm-hmm. I will uh-huh. not ever watch another slave anything. I don't care if it's uh-huh. a TV show. I don't care if it's a documentary. So even I, if it's 10 years of slave. I ain't watching 50 <laughs> years of slaves. I ain't watching one year of slave. The last slave move, movie that I watched was uh, yeah. Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. And because they, they want to tell us the story that our existence here in America started in slavery. It started yeah. when we were in slaves. And mm-hmm. then, to be honest with you, slavery wasn't even about a race. It was more economics. Like, America made it more about race. But, and then they took advantage of the whole system because it was like you were a slave, what? You were enslaved for seven years and then you were free. And then America just messed all of that up. And then it was like, all right, you black, you a slave. Yeah. You know? But if they change the perception, because think about it, when's the last time you saw a movie of black people 
prior to 1492? Or when have you seen a movie about black people? Think about this, right? The powers that be, I don't care if you're listening or not. When's the <laughs> last time you saw anything about black people other than slavery? Like we've seen Vikings, we've seen gladiators, we see England, we see all of these different stories, right? But we yeah. don't see we don't see any of the other like think about it. Uh, we talked about Mansa Musa. We didn't mm -hmm. talk about the Negus Empire. They don't talk about all these different kingdoms and stuff that came from Africa. The misrepresentation of the Egyptians, you know? Oh yeah, definitely misrepresentation to them. It is it's it's messed up. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Like it, that yeah. that was in Africa. Like if we really mm -hmm. just go back and look at Africa as a whole, the north and south, it was black people. So yeah. we can get into that all day, every day. There's people there in Egypt that will tell you that they're not the original people that once upon a time occupied the land. But yeah. that's just, again, if they start telling us actual factuals and giving us more than just you guys came from slaves, then this, everything came, you know, like, you know, I grew up in the, you know, born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. You know what I mean? Even going to church, it was that whole vibe of we shall overcome. Yeah. Like, that whole movement. And if you look at that, the way that that energy moves is very slow and we shall, like we grew up yeah. there. So you, you think yeah. about it, like you have some of these white people, they understand their last name. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? My last name is Robinson. I know that it is not connected to any of my ancestors from Ghana. At all. Western at all. Africa, you know? Mm -hmm. But like white people can do that with their names and they can go back hundreds, hundreds of years, 200 years, and they, they understand the origins of their last name. We don't know that. We don't know our original language. We don't know any of that, you know? Exactly. So again, but in America, but just as a whole, we are a whole vibe. And we're going to, y'all going to start putting respect, putting some respect, put some respect on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop the devaluing of black people. Definitely got to start. It, man. You better know it. So the great comedian, mm -hmm. the great comedian, uh, Chris Rock, mm -hmm. he did a bit long time ago, all right, uh -huh. that is still prevalent today. He says, men tell the most lies, women tell the biggest lies. Do you agree or disagree with that? Oh, wow. Um, I agree. I agree. I think men, we, we definitely... Well, you know what? No, 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 no. You know what? Let me retract my last statement. All right. I'm going to go ahead and keep it one all the way 100, man. I feel women tell the most lies. Men, we tell the biggest lies. I feel like a man, we don't lie about, I guess, we, we get caught in lies on the big stuff. The lies for us is the big stuff. If we cheating, we going to lie about that. You know? But if I didn't fix the doorknob the other day, I'm not going to lie about it. You know, right. I think women tell little bitty small little lies and it's just so small that we don't, we don't actually pay attention to it. We just be like, eh, whatever. But us, when we tell a lie, it's huge. You know, I was hanging with my boys. I was hanging with my boys. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I mean? When we really, you know, we, we doing something else. So I feel like, man, we tell the biggest lies and women Tell the little bitty small one. So yeah, yeah. I might have got Bro, myself in trouble with that, but hey. Listen. <laughs> I gotta keep it 100. No doubt. No doubt. Like, look, when it comes down to it, yes, I do agree. Like sometimes when we telling these little fibs, it's because uh -huh. either we're around some sort of nosy 
woman. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up with my mother. Shout out to my mama. Shout out. <laughs> mama is a detective. Okay. Yeah, CSI. She will ask you 30 different questions. She won't ask you like the actual question that she really wants. She uh-huh. wants you to say it. So yes. Ask all these little questions, little landmines or whatever. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Fine. Okay. Whatever. All right. So it's like, I'm like, okay, stop. If you want to just ask me the direct question, yeah. I'll give you the direct answer. But you're ask all these other questions and not ask me the actual question. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, you gonna get all kinds of fibs. I'm throwing all kinds of sand on your on your little landmines or whatever. But it's like, think about this though. On Instagram, right? I know we both have accounts or whatever. Yeah. But we can't go on there with filters on our face, bro. We can't go out there with makeup on. You know what I mean? We can't put wigs on. We can't prop up our chest and make yeah. look. You know what I'm saying? We can't do stuff like yeah. that. If you do, yeah. we already know you, people going to think you suspect, right? Yes. So you can't do any kind of modification. We just, listen, we just got to have, we just got to be confident. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, it. All, that's all we got. That's all we can land on. There's yeah. some people right now who are confident for no reason. All right. I'm sure you got homeboys. I know people on this side. Sometimes I'm like, you are cocky for no reason. You bring nothing to the table, but you're narcissistic. <laughs> you're narcissistic, but you think you bring all this to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Get out of here with that. But now, granted, I'm not saying that women and men, like, it's about equal. Because there's yeah. men that lie, and I met women that lie. At yeah. the same, t- but at the same, on the same, you know, a woman can say, this your baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, look here, man. With my wife, right? I'm 100%. I, I love my wife. I do anything for I'm all the way in on this relationship, man. And I always feel, and I said this in our last podcast, as long as you're doing right, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Right. Long as you got 10 toes down, as long as you don't take them 10 toes up off the ground and keep yeah. doing what you're supposed to do, you're going to be all right. Right. But there are some occasions where yeah. my wife would ask me questions and it had me doubting myself. Like, hold up. I know I ain't do nothing. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I'm like, hold up. She'll be like, so how was your day? To me, that's, whoa, whoa, hold up. You want to hear about everything in my you day? You want to hear about everything. <laughs> like, what is it that you actually want to hear, yo? Like, because you don't want, there's certain things you don't want. Because here's the thing. If you mm-hmm. walked up to somebody, right? And mm-hmm. ask them, how are you? And then yeah. after you ask them how, they sit back and be like, well, you know what? Uh, today, uh, you know, I, I was walking in my foot. If they go and tell you how they actually are, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's lies. Every time somebody says, how are you? Good. Yeah. People really ain't good. They just don't want to talk to you. That's it. They just want to keep moving. They want to keep it moving. Man, yeah. Listen, let me walk through the grocery store and somebody ask me, how are you? Good. And I'm going to keep it moving. All right. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's like it's like hey sidebar. It's like those um those you know when you go to the gym and you're working out and you're in the middle of a set and it's always you know some older guys to be walking around and yeah. they want to come to you. Hey man, and they want to start conversations and you be like you had your music in and they see you take one earbud up, one yeah. earbud out. They know you're working out, but they still ain't. So how's it going, bud? Yeah. Man, I'm in the middle of lifting this weight, man. Come on, bro. Like I don't want to talk. Right. I want to talk to you right now. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's my man. Man, listen, <laughs> oh, man. listen. When it comes down to certain things, though, bro. Mm-hmm. Again, 
I just believe that we just have to have more honest communications. When oh, it comes yeah. to things. You know, oh, yeah. I feel like communication rules the nation. Mm-hmm. And if we were really just as honest as we really wanted to be, yeah, like really, really wanted to be, mm-hmm. I think that that would kill like a lot of expectations. One, because when you look on Instagram, bro, I go on Instagram sometimes and I'm just like, this cannot be attainable. This is not maintainable. Like this type yeah. of, you got some people like, I'm not ever going to post a workout, right? Uh-huh. It's just like posting what I do on a daily uh-huh. when it comes to writing. Yeah. want to see what I do on a daily basis when it comes to writing. You do yeah, that. that's true. And you don't want to see that. You don't want to, yeah. you don't want to see an actor prepare for a role. Yeah. No, but I, I will say this though, on that, because, you know, to, to vouch for the lazy, out of shape people out there who, you know, sit on the couch all day and eat potato chips. <laughs> Some people do follow other folks' lives like that closely. Like, there are some people when The Rock cheats on Sunday and eats a big banana pancake. Yeah. 12 million plus people are going to look at that post and watch him eat that pancake. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, some people like that. Shame on you that if you can't watch it, why would you want to watch somebody else enjoy a meal? Won't you go enjoy it or work up to get it? Hey, look here, bro. I got a 13 year old son who will sit there and watch on YouTube somebody else play Madden. And I'm like, you don't want to play Madden, son? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't Man. get it. Maybe our generations are just different. I don't know. Bro, I saw a video. Ursha. Ursha posted it. Ursha. Ursha. Ursha was at the Super Bowl, right? And I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but I think he went live or whatever. Now, I don't know who he was with, but he was with mm-hmm. this kid at the Super Bowl. And he was like, he was all, you know, we at the Super Bowl, whatever. And he showed, he showed the little kid and the little kid was like giving him an attitude. He didn't mm-hmm. want to participate. He's like, man, we did all this work to try to get to the Super Bowl, and now we're here, and he acting like that. And I'm just like, that entitled, that's, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it's a whole different animal, man. Yeah. And bottom line, too, just to put a bow on that subject, we, I think we're on the same page. Men, we go for the big fish when it comes to the lies. You know, we we do the big stuff. Yeah. And no, we the do women, the small stuff. I mean, we, yeah, we do the small stuff. And the women, well, you yeah. guys got the big fish. Yeah. Yeah. Did you really spend all that on that credit card this month? No, baby. I don't know what you're talking about. It must be a mistake. That's usually what happens. <laughs> uh, 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 I was over Tony House. That's all you yeah. <laughs> Come up with something. Um, they gave it to me. <laughs> I mean, but, but at the end of the day, it's easier for a woman to prep a presentation as opposed yes. to a guy. Mm-hmm. You know? And we just got to get out of that. We got to get out of that self-hate talk. You know, as soon as 50 Cent, I mean, and granted, 50 Cent comes at a lot. He makes fun of a lot of people. Okay. So live by it, die by it. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be out here talking shit, living your best life, be prepared. You got to be prepared. You got to be prepared to get that same energy. So I don't go around looking for the smoke, but I don't back down from it. Mm -hmm. Don't give me any time. So, but I was watching something last night. I was watching Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yo, well, there's a lot that happened in Los Angeles. They had the Super Bowl parade for the Rams. Aaron Donald was living his best life. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he went to the, you, did you see him at the basketball game? Yeah, I think the whole world saw Aaron Donald. They made sure the whole world saw Aaron Donald at the basketball game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there was no way you could miss that guy. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And yeah. uh, I mean, listen, that was a good payout too, as far mm-hmm. as, I mean, they were the Lakers were the home dog. They're coming off the Super Bowl parade. 
That was easy yeah. money right there. The, the oh, Lakers yeah. were a home dog. I think they were a four and a half point favorite. I mean, okay. point uh, dog. Okay. And I was like, man, that's easy money. And they won. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron put on the show. Anthony Davis got hurt. Of, of course. course. <laughs> but I was looking at, like, yesterday was a good time for the, it was a good day for Los Angeles. And I was mm-hmm. just reflecting on our times living there. Do you mm-hmm. miss it? Yes, I do miss it. I do miss it, man. What do you Every miss? Once in a while. You know, I, more than anything, I just miss the people. I miss the people. I miss the relationships that was made. Like I said, me and you were, we were born there. Our relationship, you know, our friendship was born there. The relationships that I formed with a lot of people, man, from, you know, shout out to the Chateau. You know, when I first touched down, you know, that I didn't know nothing. I'm a country kid out of Pensacola. don't know nobody. And those guys that was from all around the country that was in the Chateau took me under their wing and was like, hey, I got you. You know, the relationships I made from from Actors Corps, from from L.A. Film School to you name it. Yeah, bro. Like, I I miss that. I miss that. You know, I miss the vibe of the city because it was a vibe that was there. Like when you're there, you feel like you're you're doing something every day. Like, you know, like you got something to accomplish. Right. And you're around other like-minded people. Now, don't get me wrong. It's it's hard as heck, people. It's hard as heck to make it living amongst what everybody's doing the same thing. It's very hard. But it's the energy that you feel when you're there. When you wake up in the morning, you know you have the opportunity to possibly be seen, heard, or get your idea out there because you're in it. So that's what I miss the most, man. Right. And yeah, I live in a town Mm-hmm. Be close to LA. Yeah, it's a whole different vibe. Visiting is different than living there. Yeah, it's a difference. When your mindset is, okay, this is where I'm living, mm-hmm. everything about it becomes an experience. Like mm-hmm. when I first moved to Los Angeles, bro, I don't even know how I got there, but I got there. And then once I got there, everything just starts coming together. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I mean, I was there a total, I want to say five years. Yeah, um, I think I had about two years. Yeah. So I, I stayed three years after you left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There was a lot of stuff that I did as far as odd jobs, <laughs> experiences. Yeah. I don't miss I don't miss the congestion of the city. Every every place you want to go, there's going to be a way. Everybody yeah. in the world. Like, I didn't like that. There's so many people from around the world that is attracted to this city. And yes, it's yeah. kind of. It's kind of thriving to be in a market because, you know, we know people who've gone there and thrive and we know mm-hmm. some who folded yeah. before the pressure even hit. Like, yeah. So it's one of those towns like you got to be mentally prepared. I think if you can go to Iraq and get shot at, you can live, yes. you can live anywhere on this planet. If you That's grew right. up in the hood and went to Iraq, man, you can go anywhere. You can yeah. be. I feel like our personalities, we could have. I'm, I'm not saying I would do it today. But if mm-hmm. we had to go to New York, we'd find a way to make it happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I would definitely say this. I would say the way I'm made and built, I'm definitely a West Coaster. I'm built to be on the West Coast. I'll go to New York. We do what we have to do. Don't get me wrong. We bootstrap, yeah. you know, tighten them up, kind of guys. But I know for me personally, I feel like I was made to go there and actually cut my teeth there to get me where I'm at today here back in my home city. Like, I feel like I could have went to New York done some things there, learned, of course, how to thrive. But ultimately, I believe it was destiny to go to L.A., learn what I learned, and then come back here and then start applying that stuff in my own, you know, little city. So not little city, but in my city. No doubt. I mean, I think going out there, 
Oh, granted, like there was a buildup to get to LA for me. I don't think that I could have left my hometown and then went out to LA. There was certain obstacles that I had to go through before I actually went there. Like the reason why I can live in a town like Las Vegas is because of all the different towns that I lived in. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things here. There's a lot of distractions here. But if you know what you are doing with yourself, if you have a goal, if you have some sort of focus, you can live anywhere. I think L.A., it took my creativity to another level and just understanding in that competitive market, you know. Yeah. I will say this. If I were to ever move back to L.A., it will be a whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going out there with leverage. I'm not going out there to find myself like, yeah. like a lot of people do. A lot of people go out to L.A. to find themselves. I'm, yeah. I'm going out there with leverage. There's something that I, I'm actually bringing to the table as opposed yeah. to uh, aspiring. But there's, again... I don't know what they're doing down there in Black Hollywood in Atlanta, but but something about L.A., I'm looking at it right now. I have a like a visual of downtown L.A. in front of me. I miss the city. I don't necessarily miss the struggle there. I know there's different levels to it and, you know, I wouldn't mind experiencing it. But yeah, I I miss it. I'm going to tell you, like every time, even during the Super Bowl, when they show shots of the 10 freeway where L.A. Live is at, bro. If my wife is sitting next to me, I will get hyped. When the, I tell the kids, like, there they go. They go to 10. They go to LA Live. I mean, even if we're watching a show and they show downtown, like, any part of, even watching shows like All American, when they show, you know, the Crenshaw area, it reminds me and I get hyped yeah. seeing it because I'm like, dang, man, like, we did that. Like, we yeah. lived there. And it was, I mean, yeah, I miss it. I do miss it, man. But, hey, the vibe. I mean, yeah, the people, the vibe, the weather. Um, oh, definitely the weather. Oh, that's man. the only place you can sit outside and eat and like bugs don't bother you. Yeah, no so, doubt. That's a big pro in my book. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. But you was talking about uh, the verses. Yes, the verses, bro. Like the verses. So now they're getting ready to start a highlight battle. It's going to be between Allen Iverson versus Tracy McGrady, right? Shaq has been hyping it up. And I'm really interested. And I believe they got um, the guy off the Breakfast Club, DJ Envy, is supposed oh, yeah. to be in it. Uh, of course, you know, Fat Joe, if it's something to do with versus, Fat Joe's got to be there. Yeah. And I'm trying to wrap my head around how are you going to do a versus with a highlight battle with two basketball players who are, you know, a little bit older? Yeah. And you're going to do highlight for highlight. Like, who's going to actually watch? Like, I'm putting it like this, bro. This is where I'm going with this. I think as human beings, we are so thirsty for content yeah. that now we are watching highlight versus <laughs> battles of old players who played 20 years ago. When you've got writers out here like yourself and me, you know, they got projects that are just trying to find, okay, can we get on? Can we get on? But you rather go back 20 years and put a highlight versus battle on. That's no get wrong. Is gonna draw seven, eight million viewers worldwide to watch this versus. But the bottom line is, is that we're so thirsty for content that we're doing this now. I mean, this what we doing now, bro? Is this what we doing? Man, listen, I'm with you, bro. I think that it goes back to Mark Cuban, Mark, the great Mark Cuban. One of the reasons why I'm a Dallas Maverick fan is because of Mark Cuban. Yeah, Mark Cuban said, and like he had a book, and it was just different quotes. And I just remember this one stat that he brought up and he was saying, when it comes to sports, you got to hit so many shots to be an all-star. You got to, there's so many at-bats that you have to have. You got to get a hit on to be a hall of famer. And he says that 
in the sport of business, you only need one hit. And what happens is people get their hit and they try to maximize the hit as opposed to, because you got to think about it. A lot of these people's creativity, like there's a lot of hustle, 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 hustle. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of stuff that we won't, that we did at 18 that we're not going to do at this age, you know? But I feel like people, they get something that catches on fire and then they're like, all right, let's just maximize it. Now, I'm not with the showing some clips that we've already seen a thousand (laughs) times that's available to everybody to watch. Clip Mm -hmm. for clip. So what you going to, you're going to show us, oh, I'm going to show you this clip. Oh, okay. You're going to show us some, we've seen it. We've seen it already. Yeah. Yeah. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm talking to my own, one of my clients, uh, JSAP, JSAP Mastak, um, his music's on Apple, he's everywhere. Um, but I was talking to him the other day while we were shooting a short movie. And he's a guy that's just turned 40. And, you know, I was listening to him and I was like, man, you sound really disgruntled. Because he was like, man, it's some bull, man. I mean, all these verses. I mean, back in the day when you did a battle, you had a winner. And it wasn't just you up there just, you know, playing your old hits. And then you don't know who won. And I was like, but man, you know, it's about the people, you know, that just want to vibe, you know, nostalgia and all that. Because, I mean, let's be honest, nobody want to see Anthony Hamilton versus Music Soul Child. <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not entertaining. I mean, these guys are, you know, 15 years past their prime. You know, everybody's in versus pretty much oh, is past their prime. It's nostalgia, right? Yeah. So he's sitting there and he's just rambling. I'm just like, nah, man, you know. But then when I see this pop up today, I was like, let me send this to Torthel because I think my boy Jay Sepp might have been on to something because now you're getting to the point where you're reaching. You're going like, okay, well, what other rappers can we pull out? Because once again, we can go back to our first topic, using our culture, using our culture. Let's put some rappers on there. I mean, I don't see, um, you know, Garth Brooks get up there going against, um, <laughs> you know, somebody in the, in the country community. Right. I don't see Errol Smith versus uh, Van Halen. Come on. You don't see them doing it. Uh-huh. But they're going to make some money off of verses, right? You don't see Justin Timberlake going against uh, Justin Bieber. You don't see that? And no, you ain't going to see it. You're you not going to see it. No, but they're going to pull off our culture. They're going to drain it for every drop they can get out of it. So right. now you're going like, okay, what else hip-hop we can get? But dang, we don't use all the rappers. What about basketball? You know they love basketball. Boy. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. When I saw that article, I said, man, we have got to touch on this because it kind of coincides when you go back to the first subject about the culture, they they using it to make money off of us. Yeah. And they, what do they call it? What's the word I'm looking for when they when somebody um extorts you? Yeah. Extorts your culture. We're being extorted, bro. Yeah. But you know what? When they start getting on BET at night and them preachers start going against each other, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch it. But I'm going to watch it to laugh. I'm going to watch the first 10 minutes. If they put two preachers together, and it was like, I remember. If they put two preachers together, all right, I'm all the way. We just got to stop falling for the mousetrap. Like, we got to stop running into the mousetrap. Yeah. I mean, we more creative than that. Let us get our space. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out, man, to to Kevin Hart, because Kevin Hart didn't fall for the okie doke. Remember, they tried to get Kevin Hart versus Cat Williams. Oh, yeah. They're trying to bring that. You know, he's like, okay, well, let's go. Ahead. Like I said, you never hear them say, let's get Jerry Seinfeld versus freaking, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Adam Sandler. You don't never hear them say nothing like that. Mm-mm. But they're going to definitely go, yeah, okay, let's pick these two, you know, black guy. And you, dang, you said it. I go two podcasts ago. And you was like, you know, they're always comparing Prince and Michael Jackson. Yeah. But you never hear them say, like, going to their culture and saying Taylor Swift versus Ariana Grande. Right. 
you never hear that. Right. And it might be because I'm not in those circles and I don't sit around and eat cheese sandwiches with them and don't know what they're talking about. But the bottom line is... Eat that cheese sandwich. I don't know. (laughs) I eat a grilled cheese sandwich, but I'm not just going to eat a cheese sandwich. But anyway, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, you never hear that their culture is actually doing a versus. It's always us versus us. I just don't get it. I don't get it. No, I'm with you. Um, Again, we have these conversations, right? Because I don't think a lot of people... I mean, the, the conversation's out there. But mm-hmm. we got to push it because you see certain cultures, you can't say anything about their culture. Yeah. Cancel Whoopi Goldberg. That's not even her real name. Like she she embraced the, you know, the Jewish community. She took a last name. You know what I mean? And they're saying that, that she got suspended for. And then you got Joe Rogan. I'm not saying, you know, like he, he just letting the N word just fly. Yeah. He's still on air. And cancel him. They pick and choose with this canceling. Oh, yeah. But yeah. well, we're gonna talk about this more. We're gonna oh, talk yeah. about it more because my blood pressure, my blood pressure, the blood <laughs> in the back of my neck is just, you know. You know, there's this thing I saw with the NBA. Adam Silver came out and he was saying that they were thinking about doing an in-season tournament. What are your thoughts on that? They're gonna do whatever they can to get LeBron and the Lakers <laughs> into the playoffs any way they can. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna bend the rules change it, do whatever they can to make sure that LeBron James is a part of the playoffs because they know he's a cash cow. So um, I think it's ridiculous. You think it's, it's a, ridiculous. Wait, wait, wait. You think this, this has something to do with getting LeBron James some kind of accolade? Yeah. One on the record. You went on the record. I'm on the record, bro. You can write that down. You can type it. You can uh, stamp it. Whatever you got to do. Man, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Look at my, this, you know, right now, yeah. Michael Jordan is turning in his grave right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. He's rolling oh. over in his grave right now. Bill oh, and Bill is rolling oh. over in his grave. But hey, hey, when did we start getting so wimpy that we got to start expanding the playoffs? Then we go from expanding the playoffs to having to play in to now from a play in to somebody having to ins- miss me with that. I don't know what the goal is. Yeah. I don't know what the actual goal is. It doesn't like make it make sense to me. Yeah. First, before I jump on it, I'm not an in season. I mean, are they trying to shorten the game, shorten the season? Now, if they were doing something to where they were trying to shorten the season, and then what are you going to be like a mid 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 season championship? What are you playing for? Like, what is it, the? It makes no sense. It makes yeah. no sense to even why are you messing up the formula that has been in place for 75 years? Yeah, you know, it's already bad enough. You know, you've added this play-in, which is ridiculous. Like I said, with there's enough. If you suck during the regular season, bro, and you don't make those top eight spots, I believe you should just be out. It should be no, okay, if you got a chance, you nine or ten. Because now I'm looking at the playoff right going like, so if you number ten, you can still get in? Yeah. Like, what's the point of that? I, listen, I don't know. I Listen. I'm for progression and I'm for everything has to evolve. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is how life is. Anything that stays the same will be outdated. So, you know, yeah. you have to, you have but to. I, I don't, I don't know necessarily though, T, if that, if that applies to sports when it comes to not, not everything across the board in sports, but some things in sports just don't need to be messed with. Mm. It's almost like them taking and saying, we're going to raise the goal up to 11 feet now instead of 10 feet. Yeah. When all these years we've watched everybody dunk a 10-foot goal. Now, I believe athletes are jumping higher, blah, blah, blah. But do you know how that changes the NBA shot? 
where everybody's used to shooting on 10 foot goal. Mm-hmm. So all those players, they already get playing about, okay, you switched out the balls. I'm not using a Spalding no more. We're using a Wilson or whatever they complain about, right. you know? Nah, like some things do not need to be changed. Some things, not all things. And I understand evolution. You got to evolve or you will perish. I get that. Right. But some things in sports, man, it's just a magic. The NFL came. I know you're a big NFL guy. Mm-hmm. Just a magic that came out and said, okay, instead of 100 yards, uh, it's now 110. <laughs> How would you feel about that? Well, one, I wouldn't feel anything because I ain't out there running it. That's right. <laughs> to be honest with you. But you'd but be like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever But I heard. get, like, if they were trying to get more eyeballs in the beginning of the season, if it was something like a preseason tournament, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm, listen, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, but I'm trying to make it make sense. Like, make it make right sense. Right now... Right now, right now, bro, you are being a public defender for the NBA. No, I'm not. <laughs> you know, public defender is the lowest you can go. Dude. And right now, you just you have no case. No, you have no, no case. Just like I don't know, man. I, I, Listen, make it make sense. That's all I said. Like, like, I'm, I got not, you. I'm not for it. I'm just saying, make it make sense. Yeah, yeah, agreed. But <laughs> our last topic today, we are going to discuss something. Real fast. Well, yeah, this is the last topic, but I do have a bonus question for you after this. Okay. Okay. All right. What are three sports franchises that will never, ever, 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 ever win a championship? Oh, man. You know what? I think we did this last show. I want you to go first. Oh, hell. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to say the Sacramento Kings, the Detroit Lions, and... I'm going to say any team that Dolan owns. Wow. So, okay. 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 So you're going to be Knicks. Knicks. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, you want to elaborate a little bit more on uh, Detroit? Why you feel so strongly about them? And who's the well, other team? First team I, was- I said the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings. Let's start, Let's, start Sacramento. Kings. Let's start with the Sacramento Kings. Let's start with them. First and foremost, I think they are a fish out of water. I don't necessarily think that they should have a sports team in Sacramento. I've never been to the city. Listen, I've heard great things about Sacramento. Yeah, you um, might want to go there one day. You better. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just saying that they what, got some big old women down there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sacramento is Sacramento cooler than Las Vegas. I mean, I've never been to Sacramento. Granted, there, there's four NBA teams in California. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you got the Lakers, you got the Golden State Warriors, you got the Clippers, mm-hmm. and then the Kings. Mm-hmm. All right. It sounds better than Las Vegas. Las Vegas Kings. It sounds better. It'll look better out here. And, you know, we already got the Knights come out here as the Kings. Hey, we got the Raiders. But I just don't think people are going to want to go there and say, you know what? I'm going to win a championship here in Sacramento. I know they came close to it one time. And that's what I was going to say. One time. They got robbed. That's when they got screwed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got screwed. They got screwed because they should have. They won that series. Right. Yeah. But I just don't see a, a marquee player saying, you know, unless it's homegrown talent like Cleveland, I just mm-hmm. don't see like a player saying, you know what? Let's go to Sacramento, dog. Get this chip. Yeah. So a lot of stuff got to change there. Yeah. Detroit, I think it's a cool town. Really dope town. Never been there. Oh, man. It's a great town. Good time have one of the coolest land animals on the planet as your mascot. What is more powerful than a lion? Yeah. And they are the sorriest team in the NFL. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with their ownership. Yeah. And I think that because of the ownership, is the reason why they're not ever going to win a championship. Okay. Okay. 
And I mean, have you seen Dolan? Have you seen the moves that they made in the last? They clearly don't want to win. I mean, yeah. I mean, at least you saw the Cowboys win a championship. I know it was almost half century ago, but Jerry Jones, he's alive. He's a Super Bowl winning owner. Mm-hmm. You can never take that away from him. I'm not saying they're gonna get another one while he's here, but yeah, just I mean, you think you see what they did to us in the '90s? You know, I kind of like the Knicks or whatever. I mean, who didn't like Michael Jordan? Yeah, who didn't? Who yeah. didn't? You know, but yeah, the Knicks are pathetic, and I love the fact that it's hurting Stephen A. Smith. Oh, I love it that he's it's hurting my the- dear friend Stephen A. Man, much love, love to you, man. Oh. Sending positive energy towards you. No, buddy, I'm glad. Listen. I want him. I want him to be frustrated. You know, my friend Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a pretty standard list. Okay, so I will agree with you on Detroit Lions. I had them on my list. Mm-hmm. Detroit Lions, definitely. There's no way. I just don't see that franchise ever getting the right draft pick. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing because the people that's controlling the draft and you know the general manager there and. Of course, the owner, they just don't make good decisions. They don't make good decisions. I think, you know, they had an opportunity with Stafford and Calvin Johnson. They had an opportunity there, but just didn't come together for them. And I believe the coaching has always been off for Detroit for some reason. Barry Sanders was there. Barry Sanders tried to put them boys on his back. And you see, he just quit. He just said, forget this, man. I'd rather retire. Forget the records. Image, you can have it. I don't want to go through this no more. Calvin Johnson, I I quit. I don't want to go through this no more. So, I 100% agree with you on the Detroit Lions. Now, my next pick has to be, and it might shock you, but the Indiana Pacers. Mm. I feel like because of the situation of them being a, is it Midwest? Considered Midwest? I feel like they're a market that you will never be able to get a big-time free agent to come to. Like Sacramento. Like Sacramento. You was on to something with that. The only reason I give Sacramento that little piece of, you know, maybe possibility is because it's California. And if they stay there, anything can happen. I mean, who knows? But Indiana, that's a market where there's no attraction for a big time free agent to come to. It's yeah. Midwest. I mean, they don't even get TV games, barely. I mean, right. they might get one or two, something like that. But if they're on TNT, I'm not watching. You so, know what? And it's crazy, like, just to kind of, you think about towns like Park Hill, well, Salt mm-hmm. Lake City, you think about Denver. Milwaukee. Those, Milwaukee. Yeah. I, well, uh, yeah, Milwaukee is, what, an hour north of Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's it's a location that people would like to go to. Denver, Utah, I mean, Salt Lake City, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even Memphis, even mm-hmm. Memphis, to a certain degree, yeah. like, Memphis has a lot of hair, has a lot of soul, you know, yeah. it's a vibe there. Yeah, what? and I, I believe Memphis is one because I, I looked at them for the list, but then I'm looking at who they got as a cornerstone. Okay. That kid, Morant, he's a cornerstone. Yeah. He's going to attract somebody to come down there and play with him. Yeah. He's a cornerstone, so I couldn't put him on a list. I'm a Maverick. Yeah. If I was wearing NBA jerseys, I'd mm-hmm. get me a John Morant jersey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, uh, before I get to number one, I'm going to throw an honorable mention in there. Okay. I got to My honorable mention has to be the Cleveland Browns. Ooh, okay. Talk to me. Cleveland Browns will never, at least not in me and your lifetime, and I don't think in my son's lifetime, ever win a championship because their entire franchise is in disarray. Mm. Um, You know, I've been watching the boys in Cleveland. I'm 41 years old. Mm -hmm. And every year I watch the Browns, it's like 
Oh my God, man. It's just, there's no words to say about the Cleveland Browns. I'm sorry. I mean, they're cool. Don't get me wrong. When they had Odell and it was Baker and, you know, Jarvis Landry, and, you know, they had the um the defensive player, I forgot his name, um, the big guy that was menacing, you know, punching people in the face. I forgot his name. You talking about uh the defensive end? Yeah. What's his name? Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. Miles yeah. Garrett. They was kind of like, okay, they're kind of cool. Right. But then. <laughs> You woke up and realized this team still doesn't have what it takes to win a championship. Mm. Baker Mayfield is not the answer. Trash. He's not the answer. And Odell going to, you know, over to, to the Rams and doubling his output that he had with Baker Mayfield over a longer stretch. He had more catches and touchdowns. It just proved to me right there, Baker, you're not the guy. Right. There's no way. If you look at that draft class, okay, look at that draft class. Who came out? Josh Allen? Yeah. Came out with him. Who else was in that? I mean, oh man, Lamar Jackson was the last. Sam Darnold, Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen. That's it. It was stacked. It was stacked. Good draft class. Baker Mayfield to me is going to be out of the league probably in the next two years, bro. Cockett, another person. I mean, granted, he's a quarterback for the NFL. Yeah. Congrats, you know, but when it comes down to it, yes, I I agree with you, El Rico. Well, and I got a homeboy who is a diehard Cleveland Browns fan. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he's kind of stuck in his own delusion sometimes, you know, (laughs) you know, some people they like because they said it, it's fact, but it's like, oh, yeah, we got Google, dog. Don't you know yeah. Google? There's this thing called Wikipedia where you can like actually get these uh, statistics. Another yeah. term for that, facts. But yeah, some people be talking like Google doesn't exist. I know. And you like, can fact check them real quick. Like, come on. Um, but my number one, I got to give it to the Clippers. I believe the L.A. Clippers will never win a championship. The L.A. Clippers will never win a championship. Now, if they become the Las Vegas Clippers... They got a shot. <laughs> but as long as they are in L.A., I don't. you got Kawhi, degenerative knee, got Paul George hitting the side of the back, boy. He don't know what he want to do with his life. <laughs> so this was, the, this was the perfect time this year for them to submit their legacy and do what they got to do in L.A. They missed this opportunity. The Clippers will never win a championship as L.A. Clippers. As L.A. Clippers, never. Yeah, never. You said never, ever. As L.A. Clippers, yeah. they will never win a championship. Wow. You Take heard it. To the bank. I would, you said it. Listen, now you're right. I, I, I'm i with you. If they move mm-hmm. to if they move to here, <laughs> yeah, to Vegas, yeah, yes, they have a better chance at they winning. a better chance, bro. But chance. as long as they are in L.A. Mm-hmm. in the back, in somebody else's, <laughs> Somebody else's backyard, you playing yeah. on the same court, you same walk court. out on the stage and you uh-huh. look up and it's one, two, three, four, five, 17 champions yeah. from the team. They don't got no cloth to cover up all the banners. They got no cloth. They'd be like, yeah, look, just look at them. Just look at them, you scrubs. How would they be saying every week? Listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying, if they come to Vegas, if they come to Vegas, this is what will happen. We're going to spank that ass. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now, if they come to Vegas, if come to Vegas, you get inspired. We got yeah. beautiful views out here, okay? Mm-hmm. We got beautiful views. Get up from under that umbrella of the Lakers, come out this way, and, uh, you know, then then the pressure's off of you a little exactly. bit. Exactly. And that's you the know? biggest thing. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. My uh, great honorable mention, though, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Cleveland, um, I'll also add in there, okay? 
Mm-hmm. Hate to do it to you, my dog. The Dolphins, I don't think that they're going to get another one, dog. I, I'm not going to put my Dolphins in there, bro. Uh, we, we good. We good. We're going to be all right. We going to be all right. We going to be all right. <laughs> Jaguars got a better chance than you guys. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, now we starting to get off track. But they got a better coach. They got a better quarterback. I mean, oh, no, who the coach? Because they just fired Urban Doug Meyer. Peterson. Doug Peterson. Yeah, won a Super Bowl with the team yeah, that the, never the, won the, the Eagles. Okay, Doug Peterson. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, listen, I'm just telling you now, you heard it first. Be on the lookout for those Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, okay, I got you. I'm, I'm just saying, Doug Peterson <laughs> is a solid coach. He is a I solid you. coach. I got you. You know, he said he like that. Well, but I tell you another team. I tell you another team that's probably not going to win another one. Who's that? Honorable mention goes to <laughs> the Falcons. I was going to say them. I was going to say the Falcons, but you know the reason why I didn't put them on my list? Because I thought you had them in your list. I was like, I'm good. I'm like, T's going to mention that. Trudell's nah, going to mention that. No, no, no. Listen, you got to know when to hold them. I had to I had to know that one right there, they got to a Super Bowl, right? Like that franchise has gotten to two Super Bowls mm-hmm. in the last 20 years. That's more than the Cowboys have gone to, okay? So I can't really just bag on them too much, right? But mm-hmm. they're not going to win. What can go wrong always goes wrong when it comes to the Falcons. They were up 28 to 3. People were going home, left the game, blowout. They got home in time, ready one. Stuff like that always happens to the Falcons. You know, like they have really, really good seasons. It's kind of sort of like the Cowboys, except on the back end, we we got championships. And the guys that play for the Cowboys now, they're kind of leaning on the on the on the shoulders of the legends and stuff. So, but yeah. Atlanta Falcons was definitely and the Hawks. I lumped them in there too, you know. But okay, well, it's been a fun show. It's it, very, very, very fun show. Bunch, fun show. Well, there you have it. That is it for today's episode. Again, I am Tortell Robinson. Yes, he is Tortell Robinson, the author of Father Time. Oh yeah. Yes, and I am D Notorious, award-winning sellout events. Head of the table, tribal chief, manager of the year, El Rico. Make sure you check out rwrlive365.com on Wednesdays. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. What day is that? That's on Wednesdays, 6.30, on that Central Standard Time, rwrlive365.com. I know that's right. Subscribe. All right. There it is. Until next time, we outie.